The Singing Man by Josephine Preston Peabody Read for LibriVox.org by Peter Yearsley The Singing Man Part One He sang above the vineyards of the world, and after him the vines with woven hands clambered and clung, and everywhere unfurled triumphing green above the barren lands. Till high as gardens grow, he climbed, he stood, sun-crowned with life and strength and singing toil, and looked upon his work, and it was good, the corn, the wine, the oil. He sang above the noon, the topmost cleft that grudged him footing on the mountain scars, he planted and despaired not, till he left his vines soft breathing to the host of stars. He wrought, he tilled, and even as he sang the creatures of his planting laughed to scorn the ancient threat of deserts where there sprang the wine, the oil, the corn. He sang not for abundance. Overlords took of his tilth, yet was there still to reap the portion of his labour, dear rewards of sunlit day, and bread and human sleep. He sang for strength, for glory of the light, he dreamed above the furrows, they are mine, when all he wrought stood fair before his sight, with corn and oil and wine. Truly the light is sweet, yea, and a pleasant thing it is to see the sun, and that a man should eat his bread that he hath won, so it is sung and said, that he should take and keep after his labouring the portion of his labour in his bread, his bread that he hath won yea, and in quiet sleep, when all is done. He sang above the burden and the heat, above all seasons with their fitful grace, above the chance and change that led his feet to this last ambush of the market-place. Enough for him, they said, and still they say, a crust with air to breathe and sun to shine, he asks no more, before they took away the corn, the oil, the wine. He sang. No more he sings now anywhere. Light was enough before he was undone. They knew it well who took away the air, who took away the sun, who took to serve their soul-devouring greed, himself, his breath, his bread, the goad of toil, who have and hold before the eyes of need the corn, the wine, the oil. Truly one thing is sweet of things beneath the sun, this, that a man should earn his bread and eat, rejoicing in his work which he hath done. What shall be sung or said of desolate deceit, when others take his bread, his and his children's bread, and the labourer hath none? This, for his portion now, of all that he hath done, he earns, and others eat. He starves, they sit at meat who have taken away the sun. Part two. Seek for him now, that singing man. Look for him. Look for him in the mills, in the mines, where the very daylight pines. He who once did walk the hills, you shall find him if you scan shapes all unbefitting man, bodies warped and faces dim, in the mines, in the mills, where the ceaseless thunder fills spaces of the human brain, till all thought is turned to pain, where the skirl of wheel on wheel 
grinding him who is their tool, makes the shattered senses reel to the numbness of the fool. Perished thought and halting tongue, once it spoke, once it sung, lived to hunger, dead to song. Only heartbeats, loud with wrong, hammer on. How long, how long, how long? Search for him, search for him, where the crazy atoms swim up the fiery furnace blast. You shall find him at the last, he whose forehead braved the sun, wrecked and tortured and undone, where no breath across the heat whispers him that life was sweet, but the sparkles mock and flare, scattering up the crooked air, blackened with that bitter murk. Would God know his handiwork? Thought is not for such as he, naught but strength and misery, since for just the bite and sup life must needs be swallowed up. Only reeling up the sky, hurtling flames that hurry by, gasp and flare with why, why, why? Why the human mind of him shrinks and falters and is dim, when he tries to make it out what the torture is about? Why he breathes, a fugitive whom the world forbids to live? Why he earned for his abode habitation of the toad? Why his fevered day by day will not serve to drive away horror that must always haunt, want, want. Nightmare shot with waking pangs, tightening coil and certain fangs, close and closer, always nigh. Why? Why? Why he labours under ban that denies him for a man? Why his utmost drop of blood buys for him no human good? Why his utmost urge of strength only lets them starve at length, Will not let him starve alone, he must watch, And see his own fade and fail, and starve and die. Why, why? Heartbeats in a hammering song heavy as an ox may plod, Goaded, goaded, faint with wrong, Cry unto some ghost of God, How long, how long? How long? Part three. Seek him yet, search for him. You shall find him spent and grim in the prisons where we pen these unsightly shards of men. Sheltered fast, housed at length, clothed and fed, no matter how. Where the householders aghast measure in his broken strength, naught but power for evil now. Beast of burden drudgeries could not earn him what was his. He who heard the world applaud glories seized by force and fraud, he must break, he must take, both for hate and hunger's sake. He must seize by fraud and force, he must strike without remorse, seize he might, but never keep. Strike his once, behold him here, human life we buy so cheap, who should know we held it dear? No denial, no defence from a brain bereft of sense any more than penitence. But the heart beats, now that plod goaded, goaded, dumb with wrong, ask not even a ghost of God, how long? When the sea gives up its dead, prison caverns yield instead this rejected and despised, this the soiled and sacrificed, without form or comeliness, shamed for us that did transgress. 
bruised for our iniquities with the stripes that are all his face that wreckage you who can it was once the singing man part four must it be must we then render back to god again this his broken work this thing for his man that once did sing will not all our wonders do gifts we stored the ages through trusting that he had forgot gifts the lord required not would the all but human serve monsters made of stone and nerve towers to threaten and defy curse or blessing of the sky shafts that blot the stars with smoke lightnings harnessed under yoke sea things air things wrought with steel that may smite and fly and feel oceans calling each to each hostile hearts with kindred speech every work that titans can every marvel save a man who might rule without a sword is a man more precious lord can it be must we then render back to thee again million million wasted men men of flickering human breath only made for life and death ah but see the sovereign few highly favoured that remain these the glorious residue of the cherished race of cain these the magnates of the age high above the human wage who have numbered and possessed all the portion of the rest what are all despairs and shames what the mean forgotten names of the thousand more or less for one surfeit of success for those dullest lives we spent take these few magnificent for that host of blotted ones take these glittering central suns few but how their lustre thrives on the million broken lives splendid over dark and doubt for a million souls gone out these the holders of our hoard wilt thou not accept them lord part five oh in the wakening thunders of the heart the small lost eden troubled through the night sounds there not now foreboded and apart some voice and sword of light some voice and portent of a dawn to break searching like god the ruinous human shard of that lost brother man himself did make and man himself hath marred it sounds and may the anguish of that birth seize on the world and may all shelters fail till we behold new heaven and new earth through the rent temple veil when the high tides that threaten near and far to sweep away our guilt before the sky flooding the waste of this dishonoured star cleanse and overwhelm and cry cry from the deep of world-accusing waves with longing more than all since light began above the nations underneath the graves give back the singing man end of poem this recording is in the public domain